Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, said, if you're not embarrassed by your first iteration, you've launched too late. He's talking about startups and businesses. Like, that's the plan. Like, try it. Guess. Do your best. Then get feedback. And then guess what? You're going to be smarter next time. You're going to be wiser. You're going to be more experienced. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr. And today I'm bringing you a solo episode on success through failure. Go figure. We always talk about success through failure. I'm always asking my guests, you know, tell me about a time when you failed and tell me your thoughts on failure. But this one, I'm actually going to talk directly about failure. It's a solo episode. We're going to talk about failure, how you can benefit from it, and just really how to wrap your minds around this. I think this is an episode that you're going to want to listen to with your kids. You're going to want to share with friends, and I hope you do. It's episode 298. Tell your friends to check out episode 298 of the Success Through Failure podcast. That's how this thing grows is by word of mouth. There are a million, literally a million actually podcasts out there these days. So if you can share this with a friend, let them know that this is a great podcast, that you love it. That's how we're going to get more people because right now every celebrity on the planet is starting their own podcast. And there are so many podcasts out there. There's so much noise out there. I'm hoping this one rises to the top for you, rises to the top for your friends and people in your network. So please give it a share, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, send somebody a text and ask them to uh, to check it out. And if you haven't already subscribed, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast player you're listening to this on. If you haven't left me a review, I would be super grateful for that review. That is how people find this more as well. So thank you for your support there. Let's dive into this episode. I want to help you have breakthroughs in your understanding of failure. And I actually gave a talk that is pretty similar. Some of my notes that I use from that talk I use for today's episode and preparing for this. And this was a talk for doctors in their residency and about to finish their training. And these are very successful people. They are at a prestigious institution. And I was brought in to talk to them about failure because these are people who have not failed a whole lot in their lives. And they're going to go into the world and be thrust into these roles where whether or not it's an actual title of leadership, they're going to be asked to lead and to make hard decisions and to do things that they're going to require failure and they're going to fail. And I was brought in to, to help them have these breakthroughs and it was so well received. I'm like, man, you know, I've got to bring this to you. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you three, three ways, three concepts to understand about failure. Because listen, it's nice to listen to a podcast called Success Through Failure. It's great to listen to these world-class performers who talk about their experience as failures at some point in their lives or their continued experiences in failing. But how about you? I mean, literally, like you are listening to this and then you go out into the world and you struggle with things, right? You do things and sometimes you fail. My goal is for you to go out into the world and do things and if and when you fail to understand how this is benefiting you. Like, because it hurts, it sucks. And usually what we do is just kind of go, you know, we forget about the learning, the logical learning that you've done. And you just kind of go, man, 
I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable. You start going down those lines of thinking. And I did an episode that might be actually relevant in terms of sort of overriding that default thinking. That was episode 291, where I talked about logically overriding your default and how to break through that default thinking. So I recommend checking that one. I think it'd be a good partner episode to this. So after you're done with this, you may want to go back to that one because like, how do you actually take this stuff and use it whenever you're in the midst of a failure or you have this desire to try something and you're like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, what if I fail? I might screw up. And I'm actually going to, I'm living this out right now because I'm going to launch something here in just a couple episodes that I'm pretty excited about. I'm also kind of scared about. I don't feel a hundred percent prepared, but I'm launching this thing and I'm pretty excited about it. But at the same time, I'm, I'm hesitant to do it because I know it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be so much better than not doing it at all. So I'll give you an example. And this is all around me and my business. So I just want to give you like, this is how I actually live this stuff out. So I had a mastermind call with just a bunch of folks who were in similar businesses like mine early December. And from that mastermind call, from these other amazing people who I get to share time with, they suggested, hey, Jim, why don't you do like a couple hour goal setting work session? I'm like, ah, good idea. Well, I did. I hosted it on way back on December 30th. And I kind of threw this thing together and wasn't real confident, wasn't sure how it was going to be. But man, it was this incredible success. I, I limited it to 25 people, sold it out. And then of those 25 people who, who attended, more than 20% of them actually became like clients of mine. They're clients of mine now and still. And, and some of them have referred other people because they had such a great experience and they have become clients. So it was this, this way for me to say, say okay, I'm going to try something new. I'm a little nervous. I'm not sure how this is going to go. But the experience was absolutely incredible. Now, that's not going to be the way it works every time I try something new, every time I launch something new. I'm aware of that. I have a podcast called Success Through Failure. I talk about it all the time, but it's still hard for me to do things where I might fail. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to take these concepts that I'm teaching you today and go out in the world and actually use them, actually think about them, actually, you know, maybe take some notes on them. Maybe you scribble something on a post-it note and put it on your wall. So you actually remember back to this because when those failures moments come or those, those moments of doubt, those moments of like fear where I'm not going to do that thing because I might fail, I want you to remember back to what I'm going to teach you today. All right. So here we go. Let's dive into the first one. Uh, I'm going to reflect back a little bit on my life back to when I was wrestling. And if you haven't watched my TEDx talk, check it out. Just We'll put it, the link in, in the action plan. Again, you can go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, or you can just Google my name on YouTube and Jim Harshaw TEDx and, and you'll find it. But I talk about in this TEDx talk, my series of failures as a wrestler at the University of Virginia. And it was like every season ended up in failure to the point where my junior year, I'm finding myself in the locker room with again, again, with my face buried in a towel in tears, wondering why can't I do this? Like, what's wrong with me? Am I not good enough? Am I not smart enough? Am I not capable enough? Like I've seen other people my whole life who I lived with and trained with and seeing them go to achieve, on to achieve their goals. And here I am once again, falling short, like what's the matter with me? And I mean, gosh, one guy, I'll tell you right now, a friend of mine, we were in the same youth wrestling program and we grew up together. He moved to the local neighboring school. Eventually his family moved and his older brother became a four-time Pennsylvania state champion. And my friend became a Pennsylvania state champion. 
And for any wrestling fans out there who know, who if you're from Pennsylvania, you know this family. It's like the first family of wrestling in Pennsylvania. It's Ty and Teague Moore. So Teague Moore is my age, and and we grew up together, training together. Well, he goes on to win a Pennsylvania State Championship. He wins three junior national championships, and we trained pretty similarly. We were training partners. We wrestled a lot. We went to the same tournaments, and and he goes on to this amazing success. And and I'm sitting there in the stands watching. It was heartbreaking. A lot of it. I mean, I was stoked for my friend, obviously. But uh, man, it was like for me, I'm sitting there going, what's wrong with me? And this just kept happening throughout my whole wrestling career, stuff like this. Until I you know, finally got to that moment at the end of my junior year, my face buried in a towel in tears. And my entire offseason, I, I set off to achieve this goal of figuring out what I'm missing. Like, what am I not doing that everybody else is doing, right? Do I got to get stronger? Do I got to develop new technique? Like, what is it? Well, the night before my senior season, first competition, I realized like, I don't know what it is. I, I never discovered that thing. And so I literally, in that moment, I gave up and I actually talk a little bit about this giving up, this letting go back in episode 295. Uh, I interviewed a guy named Hale Dwoskin. He's an originator of something called the Sedona method. He's really crystallized what I'm talking about. I didn't know that I was doing this thing, but there's an actual method for doing this, but I, I let go. I let go of the outcome and I just said, all I can do is all I can do. I can focus on the process. I can work as hard as I can. I can watch the film, run the miles, lift the weights, rehab the injuries, put the right food in my body, get to sleep on time, take care of everything I can do in my life, show up early, stay late at practice. And whatever happens, happens. And you know what? I'm going to show up and fully be myself. Well, the next day I woke up, won five matches, had a fantastic time. I had so much fun wrestling. I had no fear of failure. And that set me off on this amazing senior season where I ended up on the podium in front of 15,000 people at the national championships living out my dream. But the key here is to have that breakthrough, to get to that moment the night before my senior season, to get to that moment, that breakthrough moment. I didn't know I was having a breakthrough in that moment. I thought I was letting go and giving up. That was a breakthrough and it required failure. I mean, horrible failure, tears and doubt and hopelessness like was required to get there. Nothing else could have gotten me there. That's why you're sitting here listening or watching this. If you're watching on YouTube, this is how I got here. Like It was required for me to be living out my dream of being a, a personal performance coach and a podcaster and a professional speaker. Like That was required. It was necessary. The failure was necessary for breakthrough. In building this business, I struggled for years. I set my goal to quit my job. And if my boss, if you're listening, I, you didn't know this actually at the time, but I had set my goal of quitting my job by the time I was 40. And I didn't do it. I didn't get there. The business wasn't built stable enough. And then 41, still didn't get there. 42, still didn't get there, right? Hopelessness, fear, self-doubt. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? And I'm seeing other people build their businesses and build their dream lives. And I'm like, man, what's wrong with me? Well, again, I found out that I could let go. I let go. And I said, man, just love and serve. That's what got me here. Loving and serving, letting go of the outcome, focusing on the process. And the process is getting better as a coach, getting better as a speaker, showing up loving and serving my audience, you right now, like before I hit record on these podcast episodes, I, I get into a, a state of loving and serving, not of trying to get more people to listen, but just to love and serve you. And that's what I do before my coaching calls. And that's how I built this business. It was 
these failures, these struggles that led me to the breakthrough to get there. If you ever heard the story of Dick Fosbury, Dick Fosbury was a very mediocre athlete at Oregon State University, very average high jumper, and he decided he wanted to try something different. He tried to go over the bar a little bit differently, right? He wasn't doing very well with his traditional methods. Uh, This was in high school, actually, too. And then in college, his coach was like, no, stop doing that weird way you go over the bar backwards. They nicknamed it the Fosbury flop because it looks so ridiculous. Well, guess what? These failures, this struggle, his being mediocre and wanting to get to the next level forced him to try something. Those failures led to breakthrough. Failure leads to breakthrough. You know, in 1980, we know that uh, the U.S. hockey team beat the Russians in the Miracle on Ice. Well, guess what? 20 years earlier, the U.S. team also beat the Russians. People don't know about that. It's like the, they call it the forgotten miracle. Well, the U.S. team, again, huge, huge upset. Upsets the, upset the Russians. But here's the deal. When they were doing tryouts for that team, the last guy cut. There was one guy who was the last guy cut from the team. He goes home. And he's sitting there watching the, watching the Americans go on to beat the Russians. He's watching it on television with his father. And his father, after the final buzzer, his father looks over him in 19, this is the 1960 Olympics. He says, gosh, well, I guess they cut the right guy. Think about that pain. Think about that failure. Well, fast forward 20 years. This happens all over again, right? The Americans beat the Russians. Guess where that guy, the last guy cut, guess where he was sitting? He was sitting on the bench. He was the head coach. He was the architect of the miracle on ice. Failure leads to breakthrough, right? That's my first concept. Failure leads to breakthrough. Failure led to breakthrough for me. I had to go through that failure to have that mental breakthrough. I had to go through those failures in my business to have that mental breakthrough. Dick Fosbury had to have failures to try something new and try something different to have that breakthrough. Uh, You know, Herb Brooks, the head coach of Architect of the Miracle on Ice, he had to have that failure to have that breakthrough. It's the same with you. So understand that your failures, they're just a step on the path to success for you. You are in great company. If you're experiencing failure, you're an amazing company. Don't quit. Don't let go. Don't give up because this is your path. This is part of it. I know it doesn't feel good. I know it's not fun. I know it sucks. I, I know it creates self-doubt. I know it keeps you up at night. I know it causes tears and pain and suffering, but this is real. This is part of it. If this podcast teaches you anything, all these interviews with these amazing people, like this is real. This is normal. This happens. But so many people just let go and they go, ah, well, I shouldn't say they let go because letting go is actually a a good thing if you do it right in the way we talked about earlier, but like they give up. They give up and they just say, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough. No, yes, you are. You're just now wiser for having failed. You are at the point of, you are about to have a breakthrough right now. Like believe that, know that, feel that. You are about to have a breakthrough. And when you have that thought, when you feel that, you will see obstacles turn into opportunities. All right? So that's the first one. First concept, failure is necessary for breakthrough. Quick interruption. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to get the notes, quotes, and links in the action plan from this episode. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. That's jimharshawjr.com slash action to get your free copy of the action plan. Now back to the show. All right. Second one. Uh, There's a book called uh, Art and Fear. Art and Fear. And in this book, they talk about a study that this 
one professor at a university did. He had a, it was a photography class. He broke his students into two groups and he told one group of students, okay, your job is to submit one photograph, one perfect photograph. That's what you're going to be graded on. The whole semester, that's your only job is one photograph. The other group, he said, your job is to submit 100 photos. Don't worry about how great they are or anything like just 100 photos, right? 100 photos, go out and take some great photos and, you know, do your best. But whatever, you know, if you, as long as you submit 100 photos, you're going to get an A. Interestingly, at the end of the semester, when they took all the photos and they identified all the best photographs taken, you would think that the people who were really, really put all of their effort, all their eggs in one basket and really went all in on one great photograph, they got the lighting right, they got the lenses right, they got the background right, they got everything right, right? They were so focused on that. You would think that the best photographs would come from those people. Well, guess what? They didn't. All of the best photographs came from the other group. Why? Because they went out and they failed. They tried new things. They tried different things. They played around with the background. They played around with the lighting. They played around with different things and they allowed failure to happen. They allowed experimentation to happen. That's how you get better at something. You go out and you try and you launch things and you create things and you fail because this is the second concept. Failure is learning. Failure is learning. It's how you learn. Now, we kind of get this whenever we're like, when we think of like sports, right? It's an easy sort of concept to understand. Of course, you're not going to become a black belt in BJJ uh, in your first, you know, six months, right? Of course, you're not going to know how to throw a football the first time you pick it up or ride a bicycle the first time you jump on it, right? We understand that in like physical activities, but what about other areas of your life? What about diets? You know, oh, I keep failing. I can't stick to a diet, right? What about work? What about your job? Like, do you understand that failure is learning there too? Do you understand it in leadership? Failure is learning. Have you had leadership failures? Are you managing people and you failed? Maybe you made mistakes. Do you know that failure is learning there as well? Like failure is learning. Like in 2018, there was a team of educators in Toronto and they did this research study where they, they, they were studying methods that were linked to the highest levels of academic achievement. And they placed students into two different groups. First group, they just studied, they memorized information. That was their job is to memorize information for a test. And then they took the second group and it was on the same topic and they just allowed them to guess first, right? On the test. It allowed them to guess, and then after they guessed, they got feedback, right? So same information. One group had to study the information, and then they got tested on it. The second group just guessed first, and then they got feedback later after they just took guesses. Well, guess what group did better? The ones who outperformed their peers were the ones not who memorized it, but the ones who guessed first. They failed a heck of a lot more, but they retained the information better, right? Failure is learning. Like you learn by doing that. Right? I've seen other studies about this as well, where, where they take kids and they just have them just try, right? Just go out and try, guess, and then they get feedback afterwards. That's okay. So Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn said, if you're not embarrassed by your first iteration, you've launched too late. He's talking about startups and businesses. Like that's the plan. Like try it, guess, do your best, then get feedback. And then guess what? 
you're going to be smarter next time. You're going to be wiser. You're going to be more experienced. Uh, my daughter, my my 11-year-old daughter, Eliana, she's just constantly doing back handsprings and front handsprings. She's constantly doing gymnastics all around the house. She's knocking over plates at dinner time and, and kicking pictures off the wall. And everything. We, find, we got a trampoline, so now she's doing it out there more. And she got this thing called an air track. So she goes out in the yard and she's doing most of it out there. And now the weather's getting nice, thankfully. But it's absurd how much this girl fails. She has been working on her backflip for so long and has done it, I don't know, hundreds of times. It's crazy. Some days she'll actually be sore. Like when she's trying a new, a new move, like when she started the backflip, her legs would get sore. Like the next day she'd be like, oh, my legs are sore. My abs are sore. I wonder why. I'm like, well, because you, you, tried, you, you were trying your backflip like a hundred times yesterday. But the sheer amount of failure that she is experiencing has been so educational for her to the point where she's, she was in gymnastics a few years ago and then she quit and she was doing some other sports and, and she's like, I went back in gymnastics. Well, there's this waiting list where well, she got off the waiting list and yesterday was her first practice and she's in the rec program and she wants to go to the team, you know, kind of go to the next level. And in the rec program yesterday, one of the coaches, she's like, well, I run the coaches like whisper to the team coach, like, Hey, come over here and you got to watch this girl. And she did a back handspring or something. And, and the team coach like looked at the other coach, the rec coach and Gave her a thumbs up and was like, yeah, like this girl's ready. Like, why is she ready? Because of her failures. Not despite her failures, because of her failures. That's part of it, right? Thomas Edison, we know it was because of his failures that he was successful, right? He tried 10,000 times and it was 10,000 ways that didn't work to create the light bulb. Failure is learning. Embrace this. Understand this. Don't just kind of go rah rah. Yes, sounds great. While I'm, you know, listening to Jim talk on the podcast episode, like go out in the world and do it. Go out today and fail, and like do the thing that you're afraid of doing. You might fail. You might you might actually succeed. I guarantee you'll learn. Failure is learning. All right. So that's the second concept. The first one, failure is required for breakthrough. The second one, failure is learning. All right. I'm going to give you this third concept here. I always do this exercise, not always, I like to do this when I'm doing a talk about failure uh, and I do this for groups. So I want everybody to try this with me, okay? If, wherever you're at, and if you're driving, I don't think you should do this one, but if you're sitting somewhere, I want you to do this. I want you to raise your hand as high as you can. Raise your hand as high as you can, hold it up there. Got it, as high as you can? Good, now here's what I want you to do. Raise it a quarter of an inch higher, go. What did you do? You raise your hand as high as you could, I asked you to raise it a quarter of an inch higher and you did it, right? There's always more in you. Like you could have stood up from your chair. You could have stood on your chair, gotten even higher. You could have stood on a table, got even higher, right? And then what I do is, uh, and I'll ask you to do the same thing. Let's try this again. Raise your hand as high as you can. Raise your hand as high as you can right now, as high as you can, right? Did you stand up? Did you stand on your chair? Are you standing on the table right now? You can't sue me because this is just a podcast, so I'm not actually suggesting you should do this. So be careful if you're standing on a table right now. Get down. Jump down easy. You learn though, right? You learn from failure. Like the first time you did it, you failed. You got feedback. You learned. Now you're doing it better the second time. Failure is feedback. Failure is feedback. Now, Eric Weinmayer, I interviewed Eric Weinmayer back in episode 96. He's a mountaineer. He summited Mount Everest. Amazing feat for any mountaineer, Right. He decided, you know what? I want more. I want more adventure. I want to do something new and different. He learns how to whitewater kayak, and he whitewater kayaks the Grand Canyon. Massive whitewater in the Grand Canyon. World-class 
big whitewater. Either one of these feats is like a lifetime accomplishment for anybody. Eric Weinmayer is blind. Imagine the failure that he had to experience along the way. Do you think the first time that he went rock climbing, he was amazing at it? No, he had to learn rock climbing. And then he had to learn mountaineering. He had to learn how to use ice axes and crampons. He had to learn and fail. Like imagine the first time he got in a kayak. Do you think he could just hit his roll, his Eskimo roll? Do you think he could hit that right away if he goes upside down and you got to roll up in a kayak? Like, no. Imagine if he, he, he thought, you know what? I just must not be good enough to do this. Imagine the failures and setbacks along the way. He's written books, you know, multiple books. He's a couple time New York Times bestselling author now. And he wrote a book about the whole kayak adventure. It's called No Barriers. Check it out. Amazing. Failure was part of his learning process. Failure was feedback. He had to fail to get better. There's a, an amazing study that came out of uh, Northwestern's Kellogg School of Management where they studied failures. And this is fascinating. So check this out. They studied three different sort of areas where people or organizations failed. And what they wanted to determine was which ones became successful, right? So they studied grant applications to the National Institutes of Health. The second group they started uh, studied was startups, venture-backed, venture-funded startups. And the third one that they studied were terrorist attacks. Right, if you can call failures and you know successes, you know ones that were actually successful. We don't call those successful, but uh, but they studied these three groups, right? And what they found is all the successful ones started as losers. So all the winners, all the successes, first started as losers, but not all of the losers became successful. Here's the difference. Here's the difference in the ones who went from failure to success versus the ones who went from failure to never reaching success. The difference was how long the time was between attempts. The sooner you try again, the more successful you're likely to be. Failure is feedback. When you take this feedback and apply it again quickly, you are more likely to succeed. If you fail and say, oh, I'm not going to try again, or I'm not going to try again anytime soon, guess what? You're not going to get to that next level you're not gonna succeed. That's the difference. Failure is feedback. Take that feedback, apply it, and learn again and, and, and try again. That's how you go from failure to success. And that is the third concept. Failure is feedback. Failure is feedback for you when you raised your hand. I gave you feedback, you tried again, and you succeeded, right? You raised your hand higher. Hopefully you stood up or stood on a chair, stood on a table. Eric Weinmayer, failure is feedback. That was feedback for him, learning how to run rapids. He actually had to, had to have guides, had to have people in front and behind him. And they were, I forget what, they used whistles and, and noises and, 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 and they had an earpiece for him and whatnot, a microphone. Like there was feedback. That's how they learned to get him and him to get himself down through the Grand Canyon. Northwestern study, again, the, the, in the grants to the National Institutes of Health, the grant applications, the venture-backed startups, the terrorist attacks, like, all of the successes first started as failures. They got feedback, they iterated, tried again. What about you? Are you gonna stay down or are you gonna try again? Because if you try again, and the sooner you try again, the more likely you are going to be successful. I hope you take this information and apply it to your life. Understand that failure is the world just telling you how to improve. 
It's not a final judgment on your potential. If you want to start applying this to your life, if you want to do this with me on a phone call, sign up for a free call with me, jimharshojr.com slash action, free one-time coaching call. You can kind of see what coaching is all about, and I can help you start to apply that, these concepts right in that call. All right, so the next step, join me for a free one-on-one coaching call or recommend this to a friend. Episode 298, check out episode 298, give it a rating, give, give it a review. Thank you so much for listening. Take action. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.